Hey there, welcome back to the Find Your Voice podcast. Today is episode 36, and today I want to talk a little bit about money. And I want to talk about how I organize my money. I'm going to have my phone here because I have a bunch of apps um, and just in order to not forget. So staying organized with your money is so important. There was a time when I was completely disorganized and I really kind of flew by the seat of my pants when it came to money. It came in and then I just spent it, right? So I would basically live paycheck to paycheck. Well, I never got a paycheck, but gig to gig when I just did a lot of singing and having gigs out there. And then my students would usually pay me monthly, you know, those who had ongoing lessons here with me in my studio. And yeah, just um, I kind of knew I would just calculate and just add it up. It's like, oh, this is how much money I made this month. And this is how many bills I have. Okay, (laughs) this is enough. And then I could figure out, okay, this is how much more I have to spend. And I usually would spend it. I never really saved a lot in the past. Then this ordeal happened where the collection guy was here at my house when my daughter was very little and I found myself with no help. And that's when I, of course, decided I have to be more responsible and I have to do something to where this can never happen again. Now, admittedly, of course, after the twins were born, there was so much more chaos than I had ever anticipated. And it just caused me to not do my tax return. It's not a return, but to turn in my taxes, which then caused you know, the German IRS to tell me like, I I had to pay 33,000. So I recently transferred 33,000 euros of which I'm going to get a part back because they just estimated it. But I hadn't, you know, we'll take care of all of that. But only because I'm very organized with my money and I have places where my money goes to where I don't spend it all. Did I find myself in this really blessed situation to where I could just pay my bill with the IRS? That's not fun because if you don't pay your bill, they come and get your house. I don't know how it is in other countries, but the German Finanzamt, the IRS, they're they're very quick. They don't care. It's like, we're just going to sell the house for the lowest price ever so we get our money and we don't care what what happens to anyone. <laughs> you don't want to owe the government money. But I want to talk a little bit about how do I organize my money nowadays? How do I know where it goes and how it comes in? So one very crucial app. So I started years ago, I started listening to the podcast, like every single day I binged listened for a while to Dave Ramsey's podcast. You may be familiar with him, but basically He has these baby steps and he says, you don't need any debt in life. It's good to do zero debt. Basically, you also want to pay off your house, you know, pay off the mortgage and everything, pay your car cash and everything else. It's just all about cash. You can have a debit card, which it's all good. No credit card, even if you pay it off. So but anyway, whatever he has to say, the gist of it is don't do debt. And you have to start, you know, have to have an emergency fund. You start out with $1,000 of emergency fund, and then you expand that to where you have a few months covered. And I did have that. When the twins were born, I had like four months or so of expenses covered, and I did use most of that up. And then 
it just was so much more chaos than I had um, thought. But Dave Ramsey has an app, which I have been using for years. And I actually have two accounts because I actually use one account for my business. And it's really cool. It's called Every Dollar. And what you do is you have to account for every dollar. You want to do a zero-based budget so that you designate every single dollar. Like, where does it go? In my case, mostly euros. I do get paid in dollars a lot, but then I have to pay a lot in euros. Because I live in Germany, it's it's a little bit complicated. And my CPA thinks it's a headache because he, like a lot of things I do are in dollars and a lot of bills I get from like tools I use are in dollars. And then you have to always calculate that month. The German IRS publishes a table after every month is over that has like this month's conversion rate of that specific currency. So we have to look it up every month. But that every dollar app really, really helped me. I have one account for my business, which I put in all that comes in, you know, how much revenue did I make? And I usually base it on the last month, which is that's the money I'm going to use this coming month. How much did come in and how much has to go out? So in my businesses, there are pretty steady expenses also, you know, like I have to pay my team. I have to pay a bunch of tools and like you have to run a website and all these, you know, PayPal and Stripe, they take an amount, they take a percentage of, you know, whenever people pay you. And so and but then that's tax deductible, those fees. And so yeah, one thing is in that my business account is there. But of course, the way I organize my business, I have now pretty well, actually, it's it's working really well. I've gotten into the habit of after every month is over, I print out all the invoices that came in to me that I have to pay, like all the tools like Zoom and um, like all these different tools that I use online. I print out all the stuff because the German IRS actually wants all receipts in paper form. So I save it on my computer and I print it out and then I put it in this folder I don't know, like I know in the States, not every state has like sales tax for actual, let's see, for service. Yeah, if you do anything that is a service. Here in Germany, it depends what kind of service you provide. But most services, you have to pay sales tax 19%, which is... (laughs) It's a lot of money. It's it's basically almost one fifth of your revenue that you're paying in just sales tax. That is not even, you know, that's not even including like income tax. And Texas also doesn't have state income tax. So whenever I move to the States, I'm just going to have to pay because I do a service based business. I'm just as far as I have found out, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's correct. I only pay federal income tax. So I'm going to save a bit on taxes, which that is not the main reason why I'm going to the, you know, why why, why we want to move to the US. So every dollar for my business and the way I made it easy for myself to print out all the receipts, I have this table in Notion and I shared how I use Notion. I have this table in Notion where I have all the tools and I have a table where it says this is like on the fifth every month it comes out or if it's year like an annual subscription 
this is when it comes out. So I always have it on my radar. Oh, April, like, in, for example, in September, I have a larger amount. I use Kajabi to host all my courses. And so that's, that's a larger amount. And that comes out in September. I have it on my radar. So that is a, that larger amount. So I can make sure I have it, uh, you know, in the account so that the debit card won't bounce. That made it easy. And I also include the link in that table. So all I have to do to find that invoice, because nowadays you just have to log in at every single tool, like Zoom, you have to log in and um, Loom, you log in. That's, a, that's like a video messaging tool. All these things you have to log in. They don't, they don't send you invoices. You, most of them, like Canva, they just, well, maybe they do send me an email. I don't remember, but not every tool sends me an email. Like Zoom doesn't send me an email, say, here's your e invoice as an attachment. I just have to log in my account and that's where I can print it. So that's how I organize my business money. And then, you know, after every quarter, I send it off to my tax person. And then after the year is over, we have to wait for a few more papers to come in that don't come in until the year is over, like bank statements of any interest, like mortgage interests that I have paid. That comes in like sometime in January. So we are not quite done with everything from last year, but it's very soon. But most of it is done. Now let's move to my personal finances. I also use every dollar for my personal finances to budget. And it's really cool because it has these different categories. And it also tells you, depending on how much you know, you put an amount for all the income and the expenses. And it shows you for your expenses, it shows you how much, how, how much, how many percentage, what's the percentage of your total income that you're spending on that? You know, like Dave Ramsey says, don't spend more than 30%. I'm not sure anymore what he says on, um, you know, housing. Don't spend more than such and such amount on transportation, which I don't pay a lot on transpa transportation because we do not drive a lot. We live in a town in Germany and I basically, I only have to drive within like five mile radios most of the time. I don't really go much anywhere. I used to, when I had gigs all the time, I drove a lot. Now I don't drive for business anymore at all. It's just buy groceries or maybe drive Romy to the ice skating rink, which lately she has been wanting to go there a lot, which is about 30 minutes, five minutes from where we live. But it's really cool that you get that percentage in that app. And also when you, for example, if you want to build a savings and let's say like, I'm going to share this in just a minute here, you put 300 in your savings it also already counts the balance. And also, what if you have something to pay off? It counts the balance. You can actually, for if you had a credit card, you can put in what's the APR, and then you put what is the amount owed right now, and it, it has an accurate amount that it calculates so that you can see at a glance, oh, this is how much I put on the credit card this month. This is how much it has gone down, my amount that I, that I, that I owe. And um, it always has an accurate amount. And I think it's really great that you have everything, everything in one place. You can also, if you have the paid version, which I don't have because you can only get it when you live in the US, uh, you can link it to your bank account and it'll automatically do all the stuff. You know, like no more balancing checkbooks. It's all in the app. I love that. When I move back to the States, definitely getting the paid version of this because it has really helped me. It's so cool just to see it visually. So where does my money go? So my personal money, of course, I budget. I have a budget. I have an amount 
that I have set for this is how much I will spend on groceries. And I'm actually being very generous with that because I never want to feel like I have to do too much restriction. I don't spend much money on on a lot of stuff. It's like I don't buy a lot of stuff except for business maybe. I don't really buy clothes too much. Really, maybe three, four times a year. Not often. <laughs> and... um I'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to clothes and I really don't, we don't, we haven't been going on vacation since the twins, which we, we want to start again, but I don't really do much. So I would rather have more money for groceries and like just, I don't splurge really, but I just want to buy what I want to buy and, and not think about it, which I think here in Germany, groceries might be a bit cheaper than they are in the States. Well, we usually go to discount stores and there are lots of them here. There's not just Aldi. Aldi is one of them. There's Aldi and Lidl. And I know Aldi is like pretty much everywhere in the States now. Lidl is in some states. But we also have like Netto and Penny. And there are a bunch of other ones that are discount grocery stores. And so they're everywhere. <laughs> we always go there. We rarely go to this really expensive grocery store, it's Erika, but that's where we go when, you know, they have some things that you can't get at Aldi or Lidl. And if we want something specific and, you know, we, we look for, if you are looking for agar agar, which is a vegan gelatin, which I'm not vegan, but I, I made a recipe once and it called for agar agar. I'm like, what in the world is agar agar? I don't know if it's the same name in, in, in English, but it's plant-based. That's something that only Edeka would have. And that's where I, where I would go there. So for my groceries, I have the set budget. And now we get to the important stuff. In order for my money not just to leave, of course, I have bills to pay for the house. You know, I still have a mortgage, of course. And I have, let me tell you, I, like right now I'm paying 380 euros on heating like gas heating. I have a gas heater, heating system in the house. 380 euros at this time. Let me not even get into politics or why this all is, why it's gotten so expensive. But I pay a lot of money for electricity and heating. And then there's the water bill, which has gotten so high too. I don't know why. It's, it's just crazy. And then, you know, phones, all the utilities that you have to pay. So that it's, of course, automatic. It, they do a draft automatically. You sign a paper with the company, like the utility company, and then they automatically take it from your account each month. It's not, an, it's not a transfer that I do. It's not even automatic bill pay, but it's like they just say pop. <laughs> They, they just take the money, whatever it is. So that all comes out automatically. My health insurance does the same. It all comes out automatically. And right now I'll pay like more than 700 euros in health insurance, which I know is still very cheap because my children are on there too. I know in the States that is going to go up. And then what do I do? What do I do? So I have my expenses and then I want to share a few apps. So I have a few bank accounts And that is because it's designated, um, you know, I'm designating different purposes. So, of course, there's my PayPal and Stripe, which Stripe is really only where it goes temporary and Stripe, when someone makes a payment to me with a credit card using Stripe, 
it automatically will be um, transferred to my linked bank account, my business account. It automatically goes there. Now my PayPal account, I have linked to two different accounts and I can decide where it goes. Now in Germany, I'm a freelancer. So I don't have an actual, like, I don't have like a, an LLC or something. I am a freelancer. So I don't need to actually separate out business and personal, but I try to do that as, you know, as as much as possible. So then I have my, I have two German bank accounts. The one bank account is also the bank where I have my mortgage and I also have a retirement investment account there. This is all automatic for my retirement investment account, which the German government retirement. The thing here is that this is not my money. It's a solidary account. So it's not like in which I don't like this about how Germany set this up. This is this is something I like better about the States. If you have like the Roth IRA or the um, 401, is it the 401k? That is your money. That is your account. In Germany, you pay from your paycheck and you can't say, I don't want to. It's an automatic amount, comes out every single month, and it doesn't go to your account. It's just for everyone. We always say here in Germany, because in 20 years, there's going to be a lot of old people. I mean, there are a lot more old people now than there was like maybe 20, 30 years ago. There will be so many more old people and retired people that are going to draw their retirement. And there are going to be so many less young people who actually work, who are going to actually just pay all of that. It's going to be a problem because your retirement payments are never linked to you. It's You're, you're not directly going to benefit from this ever. So that comes out, but I have a separate retirement investment account that my bank set up. And there's a little bit of money that the government does contribute. Like if you have extra children, each child, you get like a bonus for that. So I, I have that set up. The next thing I have, I have a wise account. Now, if you ever, like, even if you just travel sometimes, this is so useful because you can set up accounts in different currencies. So I have a dollar account, like US dollar. I have a euro account. I actually have a British pound account because I have traveled to the UK and that was very practical. I could just use my debit card there. And very handy. And I could transfer money into this from my PayPal or from my account anytime, very quickly, instantly, really. And very useful. And it's also useful for, it's going to be useful for the future because I'm going to need to send money if I want to set up my business in the US and do this E2 visa, which is for investing in a business. I'm going to have to transfer funds into my business account in the US, which, you know, I can put it into WISE in my dollar account. And from that, it's going to easily go into my business account. It's all very complicated. But with WISE, it's very easy. And the cool thing is also, it's like these are extra accounts. So I have another Euro account there that I can use to designate it for like a very specific purpose. This is kind of my emergency fund, my WISE then I also have an investment account at one of my banks. So I have a savings, a checking, and another investment account. I have two banks where I have investment accounts. The one bank holds the 
retirement investment account and the other one, the regular. I have to find out what happens to my retirement investment account when I move to the U.S. and I no longer live here in Germany, if I can just like get the money out and, you know, take it with me because it's actually, that's my personal money. I have that. And then I also have an eToro, which I've made really good experience with that. It's a the eToro app. It's an all, you know, you could just buy stock and do investments I have, it's very uncomplicated. You just transfer money into that and then you can invest it in different stocks. I did that and I put a little bit in there whenever there's something extra. Now, my main investment account where I have like all different stocks and funds, that automatically every month I have a set amount that like I actually have a monthly savings plan where it's going to buy a little bit of this stock and a little bit of that stock and a little bit of that stock. You know, like I invest in Apple a little bit every month and I've had Tesla, which sadly I had to sell all my Tesla because of the IRS. It, that was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot that made so much uh, profit. But and in Germany, when you take out your um, profit, like from stock, you pay 25% tax on that. Just as a side note, which that really hurt. So all my banking apps, then I have something else called Mintos, which is really cool, like Mint, as in Mint, Mintos. And this is where you can also make investments and it is um, P2P loans. Um, but you don't do it personally, of course, you just give them, you transfer money into your account there and then it's used to provide personal credits. And then as people pay back, um, you're just part of this large fund that you pay into and then like they take care of everything. And it's really cool because it's, I would say, about 10% return. Like that's pretty good. And so I always let my money work. I, I try to put as much money as possible into an account where it's not just sitting there. And then, of course, inflation will just cause it to be worth less and less all the time. I'll try to make my money work for me. That is how I organize my money. Let me think if there's anything else. It's just, well, I try to have cash. I try to, I really try to pay cash. Like, for example, when I have my budget for my grocery, grocery budget monthly, I try to just take out the cash because here's the thing. The psychology is when you have cash and you spend it, you just, it feels different. It hurts so much more when you're, like when you have a hundred bill or even a 50 bill and you're giving, you know, buy groceries and you give them all these 50s, it really feels so different than just swiping your debit card, which, oh, okay, it's going to come. Just having that physical feeling of I'm giving away this money and like the 50 bill is like, that's a lot. It's worth something. And then you give it away. With a card, it's not that feeling like I am physically giving something. And I like the way cash feels, but there are rumors that I don't know how it is anywhere else in the world, but in Europe, they want to get rid of cash. I don't know if they really can, because it's actually in our Grundgesetz, which is like the constitution. I don't know, because it says we have the right or like everyone has the right cash, like businesses have to accept cash cash and I actually like cash I like that psychological feeling of having 
actual physical money and what it feels like, you know, just seeing an amount of money when there's a large sum, it just feels so different when you actually see the money physically. There's something to be said about the psychology. And of course, now in Europe, it is illegal to take more than 10,000 euros across the border. So if I wanted, like I live right next to Austria and France, I'm quite close. So within two hours or a little more than two hours, I could be like in Switzerland, in Austria or in France. I live in the south, southwest of Germany. I would not be able to go and buy a car there. It costs like 10,000 or a little over 10,000 euros and paying cash. I would not be able to do that because... Yeah, it's not allowed anymore. Not that I want to do that, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like this is taking away freedom and it's like there there wants to be more and more control. Of course, you can control digital money, but you cannot control physical money as much. And in my business, there's zero chance for me to cheat with my taxes, really, because everything is digital. Everything. Every single payment that comes in is via PayPal or Stripe. And the IRS, the German IRS, they know, they can find out easily what happens, like all transactions. So zero chance that, you know, like they can check everything. I'm like, I'm totally transparent because everything is digital. Now, when I used to do gigs, of course, you know, like it's cash transactions. So no one can really control that. All right. I just wanted to share these things. I would be interested to find out. Do you have a system to organize your money? Do you want to get a system? Have you been meaning to? Or are you disorganized and you never really know where your money goes? It really does feel good to have the feeling like I know exactly where my money goes and I know what's going to come in. I know what's going to go out and I know what's going to be left. I know much how, I know how much money I can save within XYZ period of time. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out. This was a longer one. And remember, always dream big and money is a big part of that. Money isn't everything, but everything is paid by money, really. Everything you want is like money is important. Be blessed. Dream big. A winner is a dreamer who never gives up.